got chicken and whiskey up in the cup. Getting down to business, yeah, we bout to tear it up. Going to a higher level, yeah, we bout to level up. Going up, yeah, that's where we getting stuck. Chicken and whiskey talk. It's a new groove in the views and conversations that you can use. What up, world? 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 It's your man, Rob Hollywood. And your boy, Jay Do the Groove. And this is the newest uh, product of the Chicken and Whiskey Network, which is called Chicken and Whiskey Talks, where we actually sit down and talk with um, several different type of guests where we're going to um, bring you different types of subjects and things that we feel may entice you or may uh help you and things like that or however i should say that but we'll figure that out later because this is episode one the inaugural episode as they say um and we have a special guest tonight um so we'll, tonight we'll be talking about relationships and things uh we have a relationship coach but uh i'm gonna let jay do give you um a brief intro of our ghost i mean of our host <laughs> and we'll say <laughs> hello and all of that jazz so oh, you know of course yeah. i got my drink and then you will get to the open the shots too but jay do go ahead and tell everybody who we got with us tonight man we appreciate you coming in tonight man go ahead man what up what up gang gang man it is my pleasure it is my honor to introduce a fellow uh southern jack in the building tonight oh you snuck that uh, in i didn't know that uh, oh, don't hate, don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> PWI over here, PWI over here. <laughs> well, we got my man Terry Duran, man, author, uh, relationship coach, podcaster. I mean, he does it all. He is the relationship guru in our world, so he definitely <laughs> deserves to hit the seat first. And um, we gonna get into we gonna get into the shits, man. Um, but a little bit about him, like I said already, author, relationship coach, podcaster, 17 years in the marriage game. Uh, he has the podcast, Hold to Husband podcast, that you definitely need to check out if you haven't checked it out as of yet. And he is author, also an author. Uh, he has a book out. It's not that complicated. So let's give a round of applause for Mr. Terry Duran. <laughs> What's going on, man? I appreciate the love, bro. Appreciate you having me. Hey, man, J-Do, you did pretty good with the intro, man. Hey, dog, man. Hey, I, I am something like a professional. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, man. Yeah, man, we appreciate you coming in tonight, man, coming to talk to us and talk to our listeners, man. Um, I know J-Do gave you a, a great intro. At least I feel like he did. I've never heard him talk that well, ever. So he must have been practicing <laughs> that. Um, so, yeah, man, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, that would be a great way to, for us to start. Before we get into the shit. All right, well, uh, my name is Terry Duran. I'm 42 years old. Uh, I'm married, obviously. I have one child. I have a, a 11 year old daughter. Um, I'm pretty pretty popular on social media. I uh, started off as a meme maker, uh, and then <laughs> I transitioned into giving relationship advice. Uh, and I, I came, you know, I have a pretty unique lane. Uh, because I'm one of the people that don't pander to women. Um, I focus on telling uh, about the male experience and the male perspective in a brutally honest way. Um, and I do it in a, you know, with the hopes that uh, women being able to hear how real husband material men think and operate will allow them to figure out what, how those men, you know, how to navigate when they're dating them, 
and the thing is to avoid to to prevent themselves from either making one fall out of love or or view her as somebody that he wouldn't want to date long term oh for sure let me get around a pause for that let me get around a pause for that so <laughs> so uh as as our uh normal listeners or our day ones as they do like to call them uh you know this is an opportunity for y'all to hear from uh someone who is a professional uh a certified uh relationship coach other than us just shooting the shits uh but we still gonna do what we do and say what we say the same way we do it on the podcast um and we're still gonna open up with an opening shot because that's what we do uh jay do uh i'm over here drinking on i'm about to take a shot of uncle nearest you know i i roll with uncle nearest uh so i'm gonna take another shot of the eight i'm on the 1884 the white label bottle tonight jay dude what you got a shot of yeah you know i can't (laughs) ever just let you let you pass over uncle nearest like that man shout out to uncle nearest y'all know they they part of the day one's been supporting from day one all that if you ain't got you about uncle nearest at the house go out there and get one but tonight what you got over there brother special we on the russell reserve Pow! In your face, man. A single barrel. Uh, this is uh, 55%. So it's uh, it's Kentucky straight bourbon. Uh, for all of you uh, bourbon aficionados, uh, this is from the same distillery as Buffalo Trace. This is uh, this is their top shelf. So, man, y'all go out there and get it. Try it. What do you say the uh, name of that was? If you like it. What do you say the name of that was? This is. Russell's Reserve. Okay, it's the same people to do uh, Buffalo Trace. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, okay. sir. Hold up. Yeah, the cork smell like money. Okay, for sure, for sure. Now, normally we have our. Uh, <laughs> well, what we'll do in the future? We'll make sure our guests are prepared for their shot. I know you drinking on an old daiquiri over there, Terry. But you yeah, know, I'm just doing a little daiquiri, man. I ain't, I ain't got no bottle up here. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Well, you can take your daiquiri shot or drink. Uh, but J. Hey, do uh, most of husbands, uh, they they drink daiquiris. <laughs> ho ho, no s, no s, no s. So uh, <laughs> let's uh do what we do about this time, and uh, we'll kind of go from there. J. Do go ahead and take us there while we go to these uh sponsors and pay some bills, my brother. Man, and here we go. We go up to it, down to it. We do it because we used to it. Fuck those who don't do it. Don't do it. Let's get fucked up. Drink, drink motherfucker, drink. <laughs> Today's episode of Chicken and Whiskey Talks is brought to you by Wingstop, where they know you want that sauced and tossed Wingstop. If you're in the Arlington, Texas area, be sure to check out their new location on the corner of Pioneer and Cooper behind Big Lots. Let them know you heard about them on the Chicken and Whiskey Talks. Alright, again, again, this is the Chicken and Whiskey Talks Brought to you by Chicken and Whiskey Network Also brought to you by Wingstop They always taking care of us as they always do Today we are on the inaugural Very first episode of Chicken and Whiskey Talks And today we'll be talking That's what inaugural means Yes, for y'all, there's no such There's no such thing as first annual That's one of my big pet peeves, Terry I cannot stand when people say first annual There's no such thing as a first annual 
Um, although this is more than but once I, a year. I'm just saying that if you say inaugural, you don't have to say first. Did I say first inaugural? Did I say that? <laughs> first episode. I, hey, uh, uh, you I'm know. All right. So let's get to our guest. Let's get to let's get to our guest. They they hear from us enough already. You're so right. Uh, so Terry, man, as the uh, relationship coach, certified, 17 years of marriage. Uh, author, podcaster, influencer, and everything that you do, man. We just want to throw out some questions to you and talk about relationships. The majority of our listeners are women. We appreciate y'all, fellas. You can still tune in. Um, but we just want to just throw some questions out there to you and let you talk about what you do and uh, just kind of okay. give us some insight um, on some things. Um, so it, it'll kind of be kind of rapid fire kind of things, but just kind of, you know, um, just topics that you normally discuss uh jay do you want to get us started or you want me to get us started yeah nah, man i get us i get us started out well um because because marriage is a thing and uh it's something that uh our, our illustrious host here young rob hollywood has just jumped into those waters congratulations Congrats. to rob September, hollywood october november uh, i'm almost four months that, i'm almost four months now yeah, i'm no, in the game no you still you still a newlywed man I, you went behind the ears now but, i feel you i feel but, you. <laughs> but one of the things that we talk about here um is that um is marriage a business contract or is it or is it relational um and and just along those lines if if you should look at marriage uh, from a business standpoint, should that change the way we we evaluate potential partners? Uh, well, you that's a lot. Um, it's not necessarily a business transaction, but it's business like because you have it's a contract. The government's involved to deal with finances. Um, there are rules and, and things that you have to do uh, or follow. You know, compliance, etc. So it's very similar to being in a business, um, but any relationship has fundamental, you know, boundaries and rules in order for it to work smoothly. Uh, whether that's a friendship relationship, a sexual relationship, or you know, a, a professional one. Um, and so, how you approach dating, how uh, there ain't no way to, to really prepare for divorce or prepare for how um, a, door, a divorce would impact you. Um, so the the way that my logic is set up, the better job you do vetting the person and making sure that y'all are compatible going in, um, the better your chances are of having a successful marriage. Um, so I think that if people took that approach and actually evaluated their, you know, potential spouses effectively, uh, we'd see a lot different results in the uh, relationships out here. Okay. I, 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 I agree with that. I think that's very valid. Um, I would actually want to uh, I would actually want to kind of get into uh, since we start off with marriage. Um, I wanted to get your kind of opinion on marriage because um, I think you recently talked about this on one of your shows. Um, how do you feel about I guess when we're when, when we as men and or women uh start preparing for marriage as you just said um do you think there's a timetable or or I, I think a better way of asking this is how do you feel about women who feel like there's a timetable like you know women may say 
I need to be married by 33. Men may say I need to be married when I'm happy and I'm ready for marriage and I'm ready to marry her. So what what do you does that uh, kind of draw anything there? Yeah, uh, I think women that that approach dating with that type of timeline in mind, I think they they ultimately do themselves a disservice because that desire to to get the outcome that they want kind of disrupts the natural dating phase. So where most guys approach dating from a like man let's just see how shit go you know what i mean like and mm-hmm. the more you enjoy it the more frequently you gonna be around and hang out etc um that's that's very different if you on the first date already trying to plot and scheme on how you're gonna get a commitment like then you waste you ain't even took no time to actually do what dating's supposed to do mm-hmm. which is give you the time to to evaluate somebody you got an interest in to figure out if y'all even compatible enough to be boyfriend and girlfriend um i think a lot of people you know skip past all that because they catch feelings they start having some sex or whatnot and they end up trying to claim somebody that they're not actually compatible with okay. no that's definitely real talk like but i think i mean just piggybacking off of what you said like i think men and women number one priority prioritize sex differently you know um and i think for for the most part and it kind of leads me to another question i had in your opinion you know can you tell or in your experience uh and i know plenty of people ask you different questions because i see them posting all of your stuff all the time (laughs) but um and i think it's pretty well known or hopefully 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 it is that you know, sex can sex can and sometimes is used as a tool. Um, yeah. I would, and, and so what leads me to the question is: Can you tell the type of person you're dealing with with how they use sex? That not really, because the when when people get in that type of situation where sex is being used as a manipulation tool, it didn't start like that. You know, that it usually starts with pound town on a regular basis blowjobs in the car all type of you know fly shit it's yeah. not it's not it doesn't become no i'm cutting you off or no i'm punishing you until you already then cut off your other holes and and made the decision that that's what you're trying to do uh so that's hard to predict you know what i mean like unless you knew her while she did that to somebody else previously or something like that <laughs> or you see women in her circle that move like that that could probably Get, you know show you the writings on the wall or whatnot but i think for the most part the way most dating situations take off and, and blossom you you going most guys expect it to be like it was the first couple months yeah you know what I'm right saying? where i can be like a, you up you know what, I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, what you doing yeah, what you doing with her bag you know what i'm saying like with no argument or nothing that that it ain't like that once you actually in a relationship with a woman so i, I actually have a question with, behind that of what you just said um do you think that or do you think it should remember the 90 day rule <laughs> remember, remember steve harvey said that i yeah. think does is that still yeah. relevant like yeah that's <laughs> dumb ass <laughs> like well, the whole 90 day thing like well women are the only ones that care about that type of stuff like how long what's the perfect time well dudes have already decided you could get the dick before he ever walked up to you so 
you the one that really gotta reconcile if you cool with it or how you gonna feel about it. He already made up his mind about that. Um, and so what I tell women is most guys don't really care about how soon the sex happens. You could At you can stop. You can you can wait too long and have them check the deuce or lose interest. He added up. Um, but but the thing that most guys pay attention to is what type of connection was established before the sex. You know what I mean? Like so, if there was a period where y'all actually got to know together, and it, and it really it could be one conversation, it could be one date, it could be one till two a.m. phone call. Moment. One like, moment. <laughs> yeah, like where you feel like y'all known each other for a long time, y'all done laughed, y'all done made inside jokes, y'all done did all that type of stuff. Well, if you establish a connection with somebody, then you can suck my dick whenever you feel like it. You know what I'm saying? And it's all good without judgment or whatever the case may be. So it's it's women assuming that having sex too soon is going to prevent them from getting the ultimate goal that we just talked about. Okay, J, J dude, hold on. I'm, I might use this button all night. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, wait, wait, Jay, I know, uh, let me ask another question. Let me ask another question. So, do you think that um, do you do you think a one night stand can become a full blown relationship in marriage? Happens all the time. It happens all the time. A one night stand can easily turn into breakfast. Can turn into hey, you know what? I got some tickets to the game Thursday. What you doing? Like, if you actually enjoying your experience with somebody. It almost always leads to a suggestion or some type of opportunity for y'all to link up again. Well, where you about to go? Oh, I got an appointment. I'm about to go get my hair cut, but around three o'clock, we can go get lunch, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you yeah. like somebody and you having fun and it's sex on the table, you can link up. As long as y'all both got transportation, y'all can make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and with Uber, we can all get around. All yeah. get around. Straight up. I mean, you if you when you because that's that's how you know when things are getting serious. When you start coordinating with a woman on a regular basis, like y'all eating it, you 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 know she, what places she don't like dinner, so you don't even suggest them. You don't you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. stuff like that, where you be like, damn, that's her favorite spot. That's why I'm, I don't even really like it that much. I'm, I'm eating here, you know what I'm saying? Like so, that those are the kind of signs that you can tell when you. She gonna start learning your lingo and start, you know, knowing your friend situations and all that type of stuff. That's how. That's what a healthy relationship looks like. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of women will sabotage it because they'll feel like it's not moving fast enough. Or oh, you should have made me a girl by now. Oh, you should have did this by then. And they'll ruin a perfectly situ a situation that could be right on the gps towards committed relationship they yeah. just hit and, in and, 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 they, and they hit you with that what are we question what are we doing question and just throw it all the way off track uh, i mean yeah every every dude then got hit with that you know and so that's why guys <laughs> try to give disclaimers though you know you mm -hmm. don't catch feelings and let's see what where things go and let's play it by ear like the only reason dudes have to say that stuff is to try to help women manage their expectations um because you know i'm from the 90s where i grew you know it's a bunch of women that assume that if you smash the child boyfriend and girlfriend or that you just automatically better not be messing with nobody else and so it's crazy to believe that but it, it's true you know what i mean like a lot of women place unspoken expectations on sex and they don't discuss that stuff until you've been smashing her for some months already 
Right. No, I'm, I'm glad you said that. There was a lot of things that you said that, that I was ready to jump in. Uh, <laughs> because, no, you hit so many good points. Um, but but the one that I think I, I want women to hear is that, like, don't ruin a good thing with uncommunicated expectations. You know, um, I think all of us um, guys have experienced that situation where you're you're really good in the mix, and and you like how you said it. And I think this is something that ladies uh, always want to ask and always want to know: is how do I know when it's real? Man, sit your ass down, shut the fuck up, and just take the ride. Just take the ride. Like don't don't keep asking me are we there yet? Like enjoy the <laughs> see, you know when, when they're doing that they're not doing what they should be doing. Like mm-hmm. like if you focus on trying to make sure something happens, you're not paying attention to are we actually compatible? Like yeah, you can right. you can be physically attracted to somebody or you can have a vibe with somebody, but that's not the same thing as actually establishing and maintaining a healthy relationship. You know, like how they pay their bills, how responsible yeah, are they? Man, like, come on with like, like it's stuff that you you have to be evaluating if you date some like like if I'm single and I'm dating a woman, I expect you to have to cancel on me because of some responsibility or something important. Hey, you know what? I I, I told my sister I was gonna help her decorate for this. Or I I told I'm I, not I always available. I, and I'm a, I stand up to I hope. I, I stick to my word you know what i mean like i'm reliable my people can count on me like those are the type of things that husband material men communicate and, and you communicate it just by a chick seeing how you move like you ain't gotta go out of way and be like hey i'm husband material you know what i'm saying like <laughs> she just she she can just tell by talking to you on monday she can well oh man this and that, and that. I, I closed the deal i made the bag you know so you could be telling her just by a couple of days in a row and you can tell the difference between a dude that's that you can build a life with and a dude that you can just kick it with short term okay okay uh i, w- I want to ask you something that i said on the podcast a while ago jay do you know where i'm going with this one um yes, i had a quote i said I, I think i think it's pretty damn good but as you as a professional you might correct me if i'm wrong okay correct me if i'm wrong all right hear all me right. out here i'm gonna hear both parts of it men marry who they want women marry who they can what's your thoughts on that uh there i guess there's some truth to that simply based off the in america at least the tradition is most guys propose to women mm-hmm. and so guys are the ones that are shopping for girlfriends and wives uh most women take they don't like rejection so they prefer the situation where they just get to sit back and choose from the dudes that shoot they shot at them uh so in, in a sense what you're saying is true uh a woman most women ain't gonna propose to a dude and so they can only propose to the dudes that have shot they shot got got a date continue to date or etc um and so that does significantly limit their ability to to reach their goal okay, that, that's kind of how that's kind of that's kind of how i took it that's kind of how i said it but but, but i will say <laughs> i don't think most guys can marry who they want either um most guys i'm learning now are not that successful with women um 
the percentage of guys that are really successful without having to lie and deceive women, et cetera, is kind of small. Um, that's why they fucking sign multiple chicks and doing all this type of stuff. Um, most guys, most women only like a small percentage of dudes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there are a bunch of guys that are that struggle with women that have to pay for. That's why you got sugar daddies and dudes that just be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna pay for a chick to hang out with. Me. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna pay for her to go to the shows to the restaurant so I can look like I'm gonna pay for the section for her and all her friends just so I can look like I'm lit." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's kind of the society you live in where you could have a broke dude that ain't even got money to buy no drink that she she'll gonna leave and go to his crib. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or let him come through. So it just everybody all dudes can't marry who they want. They a lot of guys have to settle for, you know, what they can. So what so, they can so, so as you say that, do you think let me ask you this, do you think men settle more or women settle more? Um well, the word settle means to reach an agreement on something. So everybody settles. Anytime you have to merge your life or build a build something with somebody else, you have to settle to a degree. Everybody's giving up something for the better sake of the family or the marriage. So I think the word settle gets a bad rap. You know what I'm saying? Like I work in insurance. A settlement means, hey, I'm happy. You straight? Bitch. Man, let's, let's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Settlement means agreement. You know what I mean? Like so, to say that I'm not gonna settle, that means that you have a selfish mentality. Like, and that's never gonna work. If you a parent, you ain't gonna never be able to always do what you want to do. You know, and so one of the things that separates the quality husbands and wives from the the bad ones is they understand the difference between needs and wants. They understand how to prioritize. They understand that they got to sacrifice for the, the better goal of the family, etc. Um, and so, the word "settle" it, it gets misused or it gets this bad rep. But if you can come up to a, 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 a solid agreement that both people are happy with and can rock with, that's how you get 10, 20, 30 years of marriage. Man, that boy good. That boy good. Let me do applause again. Let me do applause again. <laughs> See, that, that's why that's why we need you on the show so you can set us straight because we'll be on this thing man giving bad advice we'll be giving bad advice yeah it gets tossed around man but that's the problem it's a cliche that don't make sense like like if, so, if you we I sue somebody suing a Nike or something and they say I want 10 million and Nike come back and say we can settle for six point five. <laughs> I settle. I settle. You right? Are they gonna, are they gonna be? Oh, I hate Nike. Hell no! They finna go get customized everything. Like, customized so everything. Settlement means you y'all reached an agreement that y'all both cool with. Now you can like end up in a situation ship or or a, a type of situation where you not really happy with it you just lied and pretended to be cool with it wait terry hold on hold on hold on <laughs> did you just hit the 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 gang gang with the situation ship is that anywhere like an entanglement <laughs> uh, entanglement. I, I, well, the, the Jada situation. I think that's more your spouse know you free to do other stuff with other people. I think that's more the entanglement. But the situationship is more a situation where one person in the uh, in the in, in the situation 
wanting to be a committed relationship. And so uh, there's pressure or there you have to constantly remind them, hey, we just friends with benefits. I'm not, I'm single. You know what I'm saying? Like when you find yourself having to constantly remind somebody and stuff like that, that's tip, that's usually what, you, what you're in. Hey, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that because that, seg, that segue, <laughs> segue perfectly into where I wanted to go. Um, in your experience with, with everybody you talk to and the different situations you hear about and you talk about, um, I mean, should monogamy still be the moral standard of a relationship? Man, it's not natural and it's very difficult to do. Um, so that's a no. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, well, uh, let me go say uh, it's Uh-oh. not realistic to expect a to be a hundred percent faithful forever. Um, it takes, especially from a male perspective, it takes a lot of effort, especially if you're a dude that has had success with women. So you gotta consciously not do the stuff you used to do. Not say the the flirtatious line that you was you was gonna say that or you would have said, like because the thing is even when you get married if you've been having success with, with women since teenage years 20s etc you can still recognize when a chick want to fuck you you know what i'm saying like you can still tell Absolutely. when a chick is flirting with you like and so the only thing that changed is you got you got more to lose and so you think about it and move differently you know what i mean like some, <laughs> you you just look and and, and flirt and and think but you're right. So that, but man, that's hard to do. Like you could be drunk, you could be blowing, getting high, your dick get hard, and now you making a bad decision. You know what I'm saying? Like that <laughs> happens all the time. Like so, learning to control allegedly stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, the, the the situations that guys are in where they make the worst decisions. It's usually music, women, liquor, and drugs involved. Absolutely, uh, man. You just you 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 preaching you preaching tonight. Let me tell you that you preaching. Uh, <laughs> I got so many questions I want to ask uh, behind that because you said so many phrases that I want to go back to. Um, let's let let's talk. Let let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back to initially dating. You said the word flirting. Uh, do women? I don't think they have to. Do women have to flirt as much as men, or do they need to know how to flirt? Um, uh, they don't have to. The more attractive a woman is, she's just gonna get attention and guys coming to her regardless. But the women that want to be married to the type of dude that's on his shit should, um, because I say that because I just said like, okay, so if you t- if you dealing with a dude, even a dude that's even slightly successful, he has multiple options. And so he's trying to figure out what's the best one to choose if he's gonna get a girlfriend or be kicking it with somebody seriously. And one of the best ways to do that or to get a dude to be confident enough is to smile and flirt. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all. But that's my thing. They that's all. That's my thing. All they gotta do is smile. They don't have to like flirt. Like we, if a guy is, is sitting at a bar, we gotta send you a drink. A girl is sitting at a bar. All you gotta do is smile at me, and you are gonna get your drink. You see what I'm saying? Like, you don't really have to flirt with me or just, you know, be looking at me. Like, nah, just look at me like one time and and I'm going to send you that drink. But the ones that do will have a massive success because most guys don't usually get that. 
Yeah, like, yeah. Guys don't get compliments on a regular basis. So if you was at the, you was going to the bar and you reached for this, oh, you smell good. She done made your day. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. What you drinking? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just something like that that is that women get on a regular basis. The guys don't. And so a woman talking to a guy, that automatically a dude that could have been nervous or scared to talk to her that helps yeah. like every dude don't got swag to the roof every dude don't got confidence right. like that but that right. don't mean he ain't husband material that don't mean he, he ain't good enough or he can't get better at it like so these are the type of things but that that can get you curved being nervous in front of the chick you really like you can blow it you know what i mean like so dating is a real finicky situation <laughs> you know like like I, 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 I think that like when i was in the streets uh i think that was so cool to have a chick hey where does the shot come from oh that girl across the bar bought it for you like oh damn she bought me a drink i felt kind of a little yeah. special you know what i'm saying you're gonna be cheesing yeah i'm cheesing it up okay you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm on my shit tonight i'm on my shit tonight <laughs> But yeah, I, I think that I think that was a good I think that's a good point. Like you said, is that women it's different for them how they need to flirt or to know how like it don't take as much for them to flirt as it takes for us to flirt. I mean, like we could we gotta buy you a drink, we gotta look at you a couple times. All it takes for a guy is like, man, just look just make let's make some eye contact and let's both smile and I got you at that point. You, you know what I'm saying? Strategic with it. Um Man, a, a lot of guys are not don't pay that much attention. You know, uh, that's one of the things I've learned with my platform too. Like, like damn, man, I, I was really obsessed with fucking hoes. Like, I I thought I, I thought everybody was every on you know on ten. You know, what I'm like well, my partners was, um, but everybody's not like that. Like, I thought everybody was running trains and everybody was having orgies with their roommates and partners and shit. But it's not really like that. So. Um, my mentality and my approach to dating, like I was like hyper, uh, what the average guy is doing, and so man, that type of lifestyle, it can, it can be addictive, you know. So, and like I was saying earlier, if if you don't consciously train yourself to not move like that, you gonna you gonna lose a lot of women that you you might want to be with long term. Uh. Man, I'm I'm glad you again, lad. You you just you going down my list right now. <laughs> we sound like uh, politicians. Because, uh, we're glad you said that. Glad you said nah, that. <laughs> because no, no, but it, it's it's real because the things that you talk about, and it's part of the reason why uh, we wanted to bring you on the show, is because the things that you're talking about, um, I think people are afraid of. You know, they. I mean, all of us feel it in some kind of way, but everybody isn't always capable of articulating you know what's actually happening in in what we see as a minefield of dating um and i think it's it it is amplified and magnified in the african-american community because we've had so many years of bros before homes you know i didn't grow up like that no nah, i was trying to get the bitch <laughs> like I, yeah like, yeah uh, yeah like but but you you mentioned something a second ago, you know about you know being in your college days and, and shit. I'm the Q's, you the noobs. We already know. How, uh, man, how Jason has snuck everybody in on the show tonight. Like, hold on, <laughs> Southern the noobs. Like, oh, hey, hold on, man. 
but but here's where I was going with that is, do you think that everybody needs to have a whole face? Oh, good question. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I see. I'm. I, even though I have a lot of knowledge when it comes to stuff <laughs> like that, I can't really say because now I realize. I got super lucky. Like my only adult relationship is with my wife. You know what I mean? Like so, I don't have no mat, no failures. I don't know what can steer you wrong. Like I, I to me, it seemed like very easy to evaluate women, especially in, in an environment like Southern, where it's a plethora of women, and you can evaluate them over a long period of time. Um, to me, that's the best way to prepare yourself to eva- you know, for for success. Um, but having a whole face, it, it it impacts people differently. You know, mm-hmm. um, I was a, I was a hoe, but I was a nerd, and I was very careful, right? So, I did things to decrease the chance I would be a, a single dad or a teenage dad, etc. I ate more pussy than than I didn't take every opportunity to smash. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would do things like that to consciously just decrease the chances. That, a lot that of like would Sound like yeah. <laughs> Some guys wouldn't, right? Like so, so stuff like that. Where I'm, I'm, I'm adamant about. I want to be in. I want to raise my kid in a household with me. I want my kid to see me growing up with a mother. I want to get married once. Like those were values and things that me and my wife kind of talked about on like our one of our first dates. How our perspectives on our ultimate goal. Like man, I'm getting married once and that's it. You know what I mean? Like and that's that's a core fundamental idea that uh it takes to actually make it this long because any couple that's been together for decades there's been something that happened that one could have left over you know what i mean like you can you can bet on that but it's that desire and that ability to forgive to move past things and to reconcile or work through conflicts in a way that's respectable on both sides and going back to the word we were talking about earlier you come to a settlement on something <laughs> and that way it's, it's not an issue no more you know what i mean yeah. because since we come we come from different perspectives the expectations that a person a woman may have of you could be based off her granddaddy or some shit and you don't even know shit about her granddaddy but you don't give her an allowance like he used to give every sunday morning he would put a 50 dollar <laughs> bill my grandma's this and he didn't even have to ask and how the fuck was you supposed to know this? You know what I'm saying? Like, but it'd it be stuff like that where she'll be like, you ain't shit because you ain't like her grandpa. Well, your, your grandpa might have had three other families. Like, it, their perspective be so limited that they make major life decisions on a very small amount of information or a very small perspective. That, that, that's beautifully said. Beautifully said. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think that... Um, I want I I, I kind of want to piggyback on that and say and ask, do you feel that um, I I guess with with the whole phase as we just said, is do you feel like men? Cause you know we grow up differently than women grow up. We sitting in the barber shop, you gotta get you some pussy, you gotta get you some women, you gotta you know you get to a certain age. At first you think it's well I, I was I was like I gotta eat some pussy. Like uh, nah, I ain't about to eat no pussy. <laughs> but then that bitch was like, okay, I, I see, I see what you did there, you know. But do you feel that? Do you think that like men? Because you know we grow up of, we grow in we, 
we are we grow in through the whole phase but i think women get into the whole phase later uh i don't think the whole phase is what most women want um yeah most women most girls that they kind of get into the whole phase get into it either because they household or they they upbringing was dysfunctional there we go and they saw women using sex for for gain and saw women getting put clothes for fucking a dude and talking about how she's gonna fuck this dude to get her bills paid like there we go that type of environment then her perspective on being a hoe is gone she's gonna be looking at it from a city girl perspective fuck these niggas i'm gonna he gonna pay my nails i'm gonna get this nigga to do i'm gonna get flued out i'm gonna get flued out yeah like so so her perspective of men is gonna be different Whereas if she saw a healthy relationship and a family working together to provide for their kids, it would be different. So how how guys just want to be hoes because that's something that comes natural to, to little boys. You don't have to teach the little boys to like the cute girls in the class and, and, and try to hunch and do all that type of stuff. That's, it comes natural for little boys. Um, and so in America, if you are a successful man, that come with having hoes you know what i mean like that's that's the image of success in, in america and that's what come with any level of popularity or success yeah so it kind it kind of becomes synonymous because the skills that it takes to have hoes are the same skills that make you a good businessman or an entrepreneur etc time management you know what i'm saying marketing you know like evaluation <laughs> demographic studies, Sup like supply and demand do, squat analysis <laughs> yeah you, you do you don't realize it when you're when you're just in the field dating but yeah it's a lot of skill that goes in from from the male perspective it's a lot of skill to date and be successful at it absolutely yeah that that is a great point uh just for just for the gang man like like we said at the beginning of the show man we we gonna continue to to do this thing and we gonna continue to 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 treat this thing like the 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 chicken and whiskey original like we always do um next time because this can't be the last time you come on now you didn't drop too many gems now. hey hey i had one more question though jay dude let's not end it quite yet hey no, nah, that's where we going, hey. But before we get to your one more question, I wanted I want to take a final shot. All right, I want to take a final shot, and when we take a final shot, our final shot needs to go along with your last question. Okay, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Let me pull okay. my shot. Let me pull my shot. I got one shot left. Okay, okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, there you go. So I don't. Uh, as I pour the shot, I just want to ask your opinion on this, man. Um, and again, we thank you for coming on tonight. Um, because of all of our listeners this is just something i wanted to bring up because i feel like it's very uh important um what do you think about uh relationships or uh situationships or future marriages and just building your relationships when it comes to kids i don't have kids so th this is a good situation i don't have kids my wife doesn't have kids when we got married we didn't have kids jay do had kids his wife had a kid so how do you think kids come into play and like when it comes to finding a spouse or just dating someone is that something that should be not i mean of course it should be discussed but like i just want to tie in kids in what we talking about does that make sense <clears throat> okay well that comes up a lot um 
single parents uh, talk about dating or whatnot. And so uh, a lot of them struggle with when to introduce their kids, stuff like that. Co-parenting drama, jealousy with the ex, you know, all, all type of stuff that can come up in it with somebody that has a, a connection and a tie up to an ex. Um, but the, the issue with that is you have to figure out how somebody feels about family and children very early on. Mm-hmm. And you can tell by just being around them. Do they not, how are they when they nephew come around? Is, are they tickling them and playing with them and count to 10 and here's a dollar? Like, are they showing love <laughs> and doing that? Or are they some get off me like like or they always or they always available when they got a kid like where's your child yeah <laughs> like if you talking to a chick that's a, that you know got a kid and she ain't never she ain't got nothing to do i ain't got never i gotta go get this outfit it's halloween i gotta gotta go with it to a costume like um being a mother is a very very full-time thing like and so if you're dealing with a woman that's a good mom her life is centered around that um, and so, yeah, you should you should be able to tell that. Like, you can tell just by looking at her story. Like, damn, you that Monday night, Wednesday night, Thursday. Like, where your kid at? <laughs> yeah, but some dudes wouldn't care. Some dudes would date her anyway and go raw anyway and end up in that type of situation where now she's raising your kid. And, and, and let me let, of, go ahead. My bad. Uh, what about from a woman's point? A woman's point of view. Same thing. Like you, you need to see how a guy feels about responsibility, about fatherhood. Like you have pages like mine where you can discuss posts and issues and topics. Like you, there's no excuse for you to be dating a dude for several years and then you act like you didn't know that he wasn't responsible and how he felt about changing diapers and raising kids. There's no excuse for that. You know what I'm saying? Just like. A dude, that's no different than a dude you've been dating a chick for ten months and you didn't you didn't know she couldn't cook nothing. You didn't know you you didn't couldn't tell that she didn't clean up by looking at her apartment every time you went over there. Like it's stuff like that where people will just ignore stuff like that when that's the most important stuff. If you we gonna be in the same house and we gonna be building a family, how you handle children and the the chores that come with running the household matter. Like so, those are the type of things that that are very crucial, but get overlooked in a sex and fun. Hey man, shit, I'll drink to that. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that was that that man. That like I said, this definitely will not be the last time that we do this. Um, but with that being said, and I know we geared uh, a lot of things to. Um, to women and and getting women to to kind of understand how the the male mind works. Uh, I want to do something for my fellas, man. With my with my closing shot uh, question, um, what are some of the qualities uh, in your, again in your experience? What are some of those kind of qualities that you've seen common among women that have had those healthy relationships? So things um, that guys should look for. Um, a woman that can that holds herself accountable, um, that can take ownership, you know, take ownership when she mess up or do something wrong and then show effort into correcting or fixing it. Like that's that's the part. Like, yes, yeah, a bunch of people that can be like, My bad, my bad, my bad, but if you ain't doing nothing to correct the problem or prevent the problem from happening, that that gets old after a while. 
uh, I would say uh, how a woman feels about her presentation and how she presents herself to the public. Like that's crucial to it to most guys um, because your woman, if she's gonna have your last name and be raising your kids, then she's ultimately a reflection of you. Um, the same way that the lifestyle y'all live is a reflection of you. Um, if y'all living fly and riding foreign and looking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like a million bucks, people gonna be like, man, she got a good husband, he's a good dad. But if y'all struggling and asking for GoFundMes and donations, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're gonna be judged a whole lot differently. So that, that type of, that's what guys should be looking at, you know, for those type of women. And then how does she handle disagreements? Like, does she get petty? Does she shut up? Does, I don't want to talk. I don't want to like, is it somebody that you could be able to talk through a serious problem with? Like, if you really having a problem with something she's doing, her spending, her just something serious, can you talk to her about it without it? being some disrespectful petty contest or is it gonna be let's work towards a solution like those are the type of things that i would recommend guys i ain't gonna say create situations to test her but those are the type of things you should be evaluating at all times okay hey that's that's good advice for so for all of my ladies that's listening right now man <laughs> stick in stay in the relationship to all of those situations <laughs> don't ask that man where y'all at in the relationship <laughs> until every single one of them things happen then you got my permission to ask that man where y'all at in the relationship man but hey man so <laughs> i am I'm gonna drink my shots of what you just did. So let, let's Shut do let, your ass up and ride. Let, let, let's let's do this. Let's <laughs> let's let's do what we do on the on the uh, podcast and let's uh, uh, let's do this, Terry. Um, we normally do like a phrase, like you know, like a, a, a bodega lights. We, we think we 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 started because <laughs> we roll with Jesus and Miro. Those are our guys. So they had to do bodega lights with a phrase over their head. So I'm gonna give y'all mine. And it's based off of today's show and the best message I got off of today's show that I would share on my bodega light. And then we'll go across the board and then we'll take our final shots. My bodega lights would say, because I appreciate you for tuning in tonight, I mean, for uh, joining us tonight and giving us a message. And I feel like my message would be directly from what you said. It would say, don't settle but settle <laughs> but you have to but you have to understand what settling means it's an agreement so don't settle but settle it, it takes an agreement to settle to sit down and to actually say you know what i'm gonna take this settlement check or whatever it may be relationship you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna settle with this but it's not i'm not gonna settle without a communication without what do we talk or, or what is the situation so my bodega lights would say don't settle but settle and that's my closing shot j dude oh i'm, I'm gonna hold my shot so we can take them together so, all right bit. all right so my bodega lights up in up in the rafters um 
I, God, I, I have so many things from the night, man. It's been so good. I'm excited, dog. I, re- I wish, look, man, I just want to be respectful of your time. I wish we could go for another two hours, but um, my, my bodega lights tonight will have to be, man, uh, shit, straight from the horse's mouth. Monogamy is not natural, bitches. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> That's it. Monogamy ain't natural. And, and give Feel us your t- give us yours, man. Give us yours, man. Uh, man. Uh, I, I, out I, of all I, your messages you gave tonight, what's the one last <laughs> message you would put in some likes to give uh, give our <laughs> viewers? I would say, women, the the only only person that can improve your dating experiences is you. Um, I think most of the problems that women have with men. Uh, can be fixed or resolved if they really learn how men think and operate um, and if they make some changes to the way that they approach dating and sex hey damn see that's that's why you here cause we be bullshitting we we start getting tipsy we bullshitting bullshitting. (laughs) (laughs) hey now but I I definitely I definitely uh, appreciate you spending some time with us but before we go i want to give you the opportunity to plug what you got to plug man tell everybody how to reach you how to see you how to how to get more of these gems that you just dropped tonight <laughs> all right uh well you can uh get my my content my books my uh everything that i have going on at terryderon.com uh on social media i'm uh, on instagram and i just started a tiktok where i'm leaving messages and trying to get in learn how to operate tiktok so you can catch me on social media at terry deron um i have i just released my first audio book uh of my book it's not that complicated how real men feel about sex love and relationships um the one thing that i would strongly recommend all the females that are serious about improving their dating uh, I have a dating guide available on my website and it's available for a dollar fifty cents. Um, you download it to your phone and it basically walks you through the dating process and it gives you tools to be able to evaluate the person you're dating so that you can take your feelings and turn it into data and make some better dating decisions. And that's available at terryderon.com. And the podcast too. You- the podcast too. Yeah, all, all the podcasts. How did even? <laughs> uh, my podcast, uh, the Hoda Husband Podcast, is available uh, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anywhere that you get your podcast. Uh, it's a video podcast, so type in Hoda Husband Podcast and hit the subscribe. It's definitely worth the view. There you go, man. Well. I'm gonna let uh, young Rob Hollywood do what you do, man. Do your host thing, cause uh, man, I gotta go write some of this stuff down before I forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, we appreciate everybody tuning in, man, on YouTube. Cause this is the only place you're gonna get this. You gotta come over here and watch us if you want this. None of that listening. So come over here and watch this. We appreciate you coming in tonight, Terry, man. We're gonna get us a part two and three and four. Right. Like, you go, you gonna be the little relationship you, guru. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, for sure, for sure. We appreciate you coming, man. So uh, I got my shot for J. Do got your shot. You got your daiquiri. Yes, Next sir. time we're gonna have to make sure you got a shot prepared, even we if we need to uh, send it by Grizzly or one of these apps or whatever. Don't worry about that Saints thing. Uh, but you know, as the only um, PWI representative, and uh, J. Do stuck you <laughs> on from the HBCU stuff. 
and he snuck a noob on, but I ain't got I ain't got no problem with that, man. <laughs> but uh yeah, let's hey, do it, man. J Dude. Take us out of here, man. Hey man, we this is how we do T man. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the chicken and whiskey gang. Man, we end every show like this, man. God is love. And love is God. And we out this bitch. We out. <laughs> Okay, first it was the Chicken and Whiskey Podcast. Yeah. Now it's the Chicken and Whiskey Network. We got the podcast, interviews, and right conversations. Talking about how we grow your net worth. We still got Chicken and Whiskey up in the cup. In the cup. Getting down to business, yeah, we about to tear it up. Tear it Going up. to a higher level, yeah, we about to level up. Yeah. Going up, yeah, that's where we get stuck. Chicken and Whiskey Talk. It's a new groove, interviews and conversations that you can use Contact us if you wanna be interviewed Let's do some work, we ready to light the fuse It's the Chicken and Whiskey Network, what's your worth? You tuned in to the best place on earth Podcast, interviews, the right topics Once we get going, you know we can't stop it